Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado Field green light? Fuck yeah. Say it. No, I'm not going to say I would like credit, actually. I didn't say a fucking word during the entire opening. That was good. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, I, I give you credit. credit for Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. typically I get my balls busted for socking during the opening, and then I don't finish the story on the show and the whole thing. Yeah. Well, so. that's back in the old days when you would keep talking through the intro music and well, you wouldn't stop with the music. But just stopped. recently, I we had an issue where I told a story before the show started, and we were like, "Well, yes. fucking a, we were talking, we shouldn't talk." So yes. I stayed quiet. I minded my I yes. minded my business. And you I, did. You yes. didn't even look at me. You no. were like just off in no. JB no. land. Now I'm ready to ready to rock and roll. Are I you got, ready to rock and roll? Yeah, it's hot today. Are you doing topics. the what's this called where you no put idea. your thumb on the two middle fingers and the, put the, the, horns the up? sign of the devil isn't that a lifting up the, the horns the yeah. 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 yeah yeah i think that's what it is straight up is the horns of the devil uh-huh. uh flay it out a little bit and it's the bison horns go bison for far interesting yeah how did that get associated with rock and roll is uh, it because back in the day Devil rock music. and roll was devil music yeah. and yeah, it yeah. was all the And let me first say that I'm completely talking out of my ass here. But okay. The way that As I if remember that disclaimer it disclaimer is necessary, but Well, yeah. right, yeah. The way that I remember it is Kiss was yeah. everybody in the 80s was like in 70s Knights was and like Satan it's service, service. <laughs> yeah, and they right? did that uh, Gene Simmons did that and then like would stick that giant tongue out and mm-hmm. You blood know, would come out yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so gene simmons was he the first guy to use that sign and He'll then people adopted yeah. that as to know, the best of my knowledge he on. actually because he's gene simmons and tries to trademark everything like three or four years ago he was trying to trademark that and then marvel came back and mm-hmm. was like uh spider-man was doing that long fucking before you were doing it yeah, but Spider-Man has the hand upside down. Right, but it's still the same. Showing the wrist. It, either oh, way, it was okay. just a great way to block Good luck Gene Simmons court, from... Right. Because right. mm. then any rock musician that did it on stage would have to pay him a royalty. Right. So... Right. Yeah. Classic Gene Simmons. Yeah. Oh, he sues everybody yeah, over that, everything from I, what I yeah. understand. He gets every single dollar that he thinks he's fucking owed. Yeah. Because he didn't have enough money before. Right. right? He didn't make enough money just with Kiss. He's got to go out and trademark everything, too. Right. Yeah. When you make billions of dollars, Uh you know, you got to have a billion and five. Yeah. Puts on a good show, though. He does. Yeah. Well, I've never seen it live. I've just seen seen the videos. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. He's an entertainer. You'd hate it, JB. But I saw Kiss and Aerosmith. Who? And it was cool. They had a rotating stage. Mm. Yeah. So Kiss opened. And um, they put on a pretty good show. And at the end. It was kind of trippy. Uh, Gene Simmons is like, he gets pulled up by the ropes and all this stuff. And he like opens up his arms and he's got this big cape. And then he lets that tongue hang out. And then all this blood just starts dropping out of his mouth. And he's like, and everyone was just going nuts. And I'm like, it's a little over the top, but whatever. That's, that's what they do. And then they spun the stage, and Aerosmith just played good old rock and roll, boy. Rock and roll. Mm. Mm. Uh, Right before COVID hit. Uh, Jackie and I had bought tickets to go see Alice Cooper. Mm. Oh, and that's a show. I, I guess he see. puts on the best yes. stage. I'm not even all that into Alice Cooper music, but I do like his stage shenanigans. Mm. I like his music too, man. I, I don't was know big that I could... into Alice in high school. What mm. is 
What is an Alice Cooper song? School's Out for Summer is the only one I know. Yeah. Welcome right. to my nightmare, Cold Ethel. Hmm. No idea. Nope. No, neither of hey those. Hey, stupid. No. Oh, I know. Hey, stupid. Yeah. Mm. What's the one from Trash? Poison. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know that one. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's not that I dislike Alice Cooper. It's just I never really mm. would go seek out Alice Cooper music. That's too bad because he's worthy of seeking out, man. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. My tastes have evolved. I used to hate Aerosmith, and now I think I actually own like three or four Aerosmith songs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet emotion should be one of them, I hope. Yeah. I still can't get behind pink. It's like red, but not black. Fuck off. Our lyrics are conceited and trite. (laughs) Boy, I don't like Aerosmith. I know. You don't like much Um, of anything, but that's okay. I've never, I mean, I kiss, I don't, I don't, I guess the weird thing about kiss for me is, and I kind of like the theatrics and the the, the devil stuff and the, I kind of get into that, but something, I don't know, their music never really did anything for me and i haven't heard all of it granted i haven't you know listened to the whole thing but the songs that i've heard of theirs there's not a whole lot of it that really was like oh man that's a great tune i just never Mm. and alice cooper i guess yeah i'm in the same boat i know one song it has and it's okay right it's overplayed i've heard it a billion times oh yeah any classic rock station you listen to right yeah Mm. um i've never heard his other stuff that you the names you said i've never heard any of those so maybe i would like some of his other stuff um Mm. i heard a song off the metallica black album on an oldies station, on an on a class, oh, uh, not an oldies, but a classic oh, rock yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess that was well, the '90s. The classic rock so. station in town here, KQRS, and I haven't listened to that in several years. Um, but even when I was listening a little bit a few years ago, they were playing. Um, uh, God, of course, when I write, when I want to say it, I can't think of the name of the band. Um, Bum, 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 Jay Giles band? Bum, bum, no, it was uh, bum, 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 Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh shit! It's forever. right on the tip of my right on the end. Um, uh, Three Days Grace, like though that kind of band, like night late nineties, like pop music band. Yeah, I can't think of the, who it was. Anyway, mm. that they were playing that, and I thought, boy, I guess that I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's now part of the. They're playing I mean, Nirvana, that kind of shit. Like, really? Right. That's well. I mean, when we were growing up, late '80s, early '90s, we were listening to '70s music yeah. on the classic yeah. rock oldies station. So it's just hard yeah. to adjust because I, I actually am. A, I think they should break up classic rock into different genres. Then it should be classic rock, you know, traditional classic rock mod or something, right? Because yeah. I, I don't want to hear Gin Blossoms and then hear. <laughs> Hang Zeppelin. on, Sloopy. Right. Yeah. I don't want to well, hear Zeppelin and then hear, you know, Anthrax. It's just, it's, to me, it's different music. I right? mean, when we were growing up, oldies was like 50s music and stuff was oldies. Uh-huh. And classic rock was basically late 60s, mm-hmm. 70s. Mm-hmm. And then pop or whatever, modern rock was 80s. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think... I like because that Because 70s classic rock sounds a lot different, you know, that's uh-huh. the point you're getting at, uh-huh. than... Than rock and roll that's twenty years old now, yep. right? Yeah, hundred you know. percent. Like you said, like Gen Blossoms or something. That like is that, pussy. Yeah. That's pussified bullshit. Yeah. I mean, they, they could call Y two K rock or something. something. Like that. Yeah, they don't call it, it classic rock. Right. Boomer just, rock. <laughs> that mix of music does absolutely nothing for me because you yeah. listen to like Skinner and you get all jazzed up and get you're fucking singing along and screaming out of the car window and the whole thing. Right. And then it goes to you know Train and you're like, what the fuck did I just? Go? What did I just do? <laughs> train. Yeah, drops of Jupiter, some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't or, know what train they is. They were a, like a pop 
top 40 band in the 90s which yeah, and they no. probably would be considered classic rock now honestly like, walk like an egyptian or right some shit yeah like it's that. just yeah. Uh, that's not <laughs> just let's pop we need to break that out into different groups then <laughs> right because otherwise so what's classic rock going to be in 40 years is it all is it now you know it's going to be it's whatever's hot now well right i couldn't even tell you what's hot. the only I reason i was listening to the radio the day i was is because i had to bring my truck in for an oil change and they mm-hmm. gave me a loner and it didn't have no oh, bluetooth no. right so hmm yeah, music man. It's just I'm. I guess I'm kind of a pain in the ass. I'm finicky about it, but I, I want my genres to be a little more divided. Defined. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I just that seems like a weird mix to me. Yeah. Um. Well, mm. I, was, I was gonna say something before we got. Oh 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 oh. oh. Um, when Eric, when you said the Black Album, I instantly thought of that remix that's coming out. Have you heard about this? No. Boy, oh boy. So. Uh, the Black Album is being redone, uh, remixed um, by a bunch of different artists that are taking making taking their own spin on the songs on that. Oh, album. that's cool! It that is, is going to really be cool. crazy good. I've yeah. already heard two songs from it, um, and it's like it's people you know, and and some of them I haven't heard of. They're you know probably you know they're big in you know. There's a one girl and I can't remember her name, but I think she's kind of an indie rock type. So yeah. not not something I would normally hear. But she covered like Unforgiven or something, and I was like, well, "That's fucking great!" I bet it so, is. So remixed, as in the original Metallica tracks, blended with these new people, or no? I'm probably just using the wrong al- word. Covered is that? Okay, the best so it's just word? a cover. Yeah, album. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, got it. So okay. it's but it but it's endorsed by Metallica. I mean, it's all right. legit. But these these all these it, but there won't be any actual Metallica on it. I don't believe. I think every song is going to be covered by a different. You know, that's really um, cool though. Who's uh hmm. Stapleton or is it? One of the hot country guys, I think Chris Stapleton's covering one of the songs on it, wow. but they're all putting their own their own take on it. I'm telling you guys, I cannot wait. I'm absolutely buying it. I think that I is love that album. A, I've obviously there's been a lot of cover albums where you've had you know you have like I've got a few Elton John albums where it's you know mm-hmm. some of his greatest hits covered by different artists. You know Bon Jovi's mm-hmm. on there, or whatever. But I I can't think of anything where like an entire album Mm -hmm. like the black album Mm -hmm. or beatles abbey Mm -hmm. road or something where like just a single album Mm -hmm. is done that way that i think that's a new idea i'm 99 percent sure that it's just the black album it's just going to be those songs and it's going to be covered by now what i what i'm not sure Mm -hmm. of and pat who listens is the one who he actually posted on facebook about this several weeks ago i didn't even know this was happening and he was ranting and raving about it and i read about it and i'm like fuck that's going to be good um so maybe he'll email us and tell me, or I could, so I could just Google it. What I'm not sure of is, is it the Black Album, and I don't know how many tracks were on that, let's say 12 tracks on it. Is it going to just be, each one of those will be covered by somebody, so it'll just still be 12 tracks, just all of them will be covered by someone else? Right. Or is it going to be like... Like a double album. 20, or, well, yeah. right. Is it going to be twenty four tracks, and each song will have two different covers? I don't, you know, I don't know yeah. how they're doing it that way. I haven't, I haven't read up enough on it. Was um, it Dave Navarro from Nirvana? That went off and made his own band, Dave Navarro, or who was the guy? Who was Dave the, Grohl? Dave Grohl. Yeah, thank you. The drummer. Yeah, he is uh, Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Foo Fighters. So right. he <laughs> he invited this like nine year old kid up on stage. I saw something on to that. play guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the kid comes up and starts playing uh, Inner Sandman. She killed it, didn't she? That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah, yeah. and hmm. Dave Nav- or Dave Grohl. Grohl. St- I Grohl. Believe. Okay, started uh, started singing. Inner Sandman, 
after mm. kind of laughing a little bit and being like, you don't know any of our music? And the kid's like, this is what I know how to play. And the kid shredded. That's I mean, I he was really good. Yeah, I heard it was excellent. And so mm. he started, Dave Grohl started singing it. Yeah. And he, it was awesome. Yeah. I hope he gets to cover one of them because yeah. he did. It was phenomenal. I just, I, I, uh, and I, you know, and I'm, I don't, I don't, obviously I'm not enough into the music scene to know what most music guys think, but you've, I have to believe that most people who are into music, uh, love that record. I, I, you know, yeah. whether you're a big Metallica fan or not, that, the, that every song on there, I mean, well, that's gotta be the it's most one of those mainstream metal yeah. album ever. Right. right? right. Like right. everybody in yeah. their brother had, I, right. I would imagine my dad had probably heard of that one. Yeah. And, well, I didn't listen to any Metallica until the black album. Right. Yeah. And then when that came out, then I'm like, Oh, I should listen to some of their other stuff. And that's yeah. where, you know, I don't, li- I still don't listen to a ton of them, but yeah, certainly the most mainstream, yeah, it I listened so to Injustice popular. for All before that, but mm-hmm. I never really listened to like Ride the Lightning or yeah. um, the Garage Days. Right. Well, and that, that stuff. stuff is a little bit different because well, it, it is more time, yeah. more accessible. The Black Album is still kind of heavy and gets you pumped up, but it's not yeah. quite as furious as their older stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, the Garage Day, the original Garage Days album, it just shreds. Mm-hmm. Every single song just mm-hmm. shreds. And by the time you're done listening to it, you're... You're tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those guys are fucking rock, man. I and you and Chad and I talked about. Was that you and I? Yeah, Chad and I just talked about this a couple weeks ago about Metallica and how the staying power of those guys and how yeah. they've. I mean, they've remained to say almost almost the exact same set of guys. I mean, you know, same yeah. set of guys, and it's all well, the same minds behind it. Yeah, except for didn't their drummer die? The original drummer died, yes. in, or bass player or something yeah. died in a the bus accident. The bass player died in the bus accident. Yeah, and then they replaced. Dave Mustaine. Yep, they replaced yep. him with that uh, the other guy that we couldn't think of the name of. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple. Yeah, but yeah, but um, other than yeah, Lars I don't think and uh, Hatfield are the same. Kirk Hammett. Yeah. Kirk Hammond. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Hammett. Kirk Hammett. Hammett. I think is what it I think is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, though he's there. So he's still there, right? Yeah, I think he's the one that replaced Mustaine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. who's the big giant dude with a ponytail that we can't think of? Who did he's he replace? He's the bass player. Who did he replace though? Was it the guy that died in the bus accident? I think so. Because Lars like has been there the whole time, and Hetfield yeah, has been there the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And then who's the other one? Jason Newstead? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Jason yeah. Newstead. So where did he Is he still with him? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I, I did I see know. a pretty funny Metallica meme the other day where it showed uh, a Metallica fan, and he's wearing like the jean jacket with the sleeves cut off and the you know, all the shit on it. Yeah. Total metal guy. Yeah. And then it shows, and this is Metallica and it shows James Hetfield and he's wearing like these fucking cargo shorts and, <laughs> and sandals yeah. and a regular t-shirt at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> those guys, uh, you know, and I, and I, I, um, and again, I don't, I've, you know, I haven't read the whole story, but, um, those guys have been through some shit. I mean, oh, yeah. there, there was the, I mean, Alcoholica back in the day, it was right. their nickname. I talk about rehab and fucking almost wrecking your career. Those guys were, you know, yeah. never just throwing it all well, away. Isn't that why they kicked Mustaine out? I don't know. I yeah, thought, that I, I, I honestly thought don't know. they fired him because he was he wouldn't give too up much the, of a drunk and be. he was like too volatile. Well, because, I know. Um, well, Hetfield's been in treatment at least once or twice for yeah, I'm right. pretty sure. Well, and then they uh, did that whole documentary about them that like went through them going to therapy and shit like yeah, that. And, yeah. And like Lars and James yeah. having a confrontation in therapy. Yeah, and that's yeah. when everybody was like, oh, they're they're no longer metal. They're, yeah. they're too soft if yeah. they're going to therapy. But hmm. it's fucking guys, man. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, anyway, oh. that that and I and I I feel like a fool not knowing the actual name of the album. I'm, I'm sure it's not called 
Black Album cover. Well, I don't know what it's called, but yeah. Um, I bet I, if you just Google though, Black it, Album. I know covered. it's a big deal because I've re- I've already heard two songs off of it. When's um, it coming out? I want to say August or September. Because Pat posted about it on Facebook, and that's where I saw I saw his post on it, and I didn't know what was happening. And then he was talking about how excited he was, and mm-hmm. I started reading up on it. And now, over the last few weeks, I've started seeing, you know, you'll just I'll be on Google or wherever, and I'll see, you know, hear it here, you know, Chris Stapleton's cover of blah blah blah, or, or you know, Inner Sandman or whatever. Um, but it's just so fascinating to listen to these other artists who you don't normally hear covering these songs with their own style and their kind of their own way, you know. Right. Um, you, I, you know, I don't know if you guys have know Chris Stapleton is, but like, I, just, I know I've heard of him, but yeah, and he's, I couldn't he, tell you a song. He's a hell of a country singer, yeah, um, but not a guy at all that you would picture doing Metallica. But right. that's interesting to me to hear a guy do something like that. That's right. totally out of his, and I think it shows a hell of a lot of respect because these people that are doing it, I mean, I'm sure it's an fucking honor for them to do it. That's a right. huge album, like, yeah, you know, not mm. anybody can just cover that shit. I mean, you know, I'm I, I'm assuming that Metallica probably. I guess I would. I'd like to think that they probably invited who they wanted to cover it, right? I'm right. sure they've got. I mean, they're getting some kickback on this thing too. <laughs> this isn't, you know. So well, I would yeah. assume Metallica's management group or whoever probably put together the list of who they wanted to cover some shit. Oh, I'm sure that it all went through right, right, right through right. Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't. You actually don't need no, anyone's permission right, to cover a song. Right. right. They right. Get, I mean, because but somebody the had to organize this thing. Get all the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But somebody right. had to organize this whole project. I'm assuming that Metallica had a hand in it. Right? I would think so. Yeah. Um, so but, going back, I don't know, a couple shows, three shows, however many it's been, in the things that I don't understand category, I understand covers. I, I, I understand an artist trying to take another artist's song and make it their own. And I mean, that's how Elvis survived. What I don't understand is, is people who buy live albums. I can't stand live albums. Because when you start... You know, you've listened to the original for so long and you're in your car and you're singing along and it sounds great. And then you buy the live album and it's completely different and it's not what you're expecting. But I think you buy live albums, don't you? I have some. What? Why? What, what makes that as good or better or the same as a, a, a regular polished album? So one of my favorite live albums, and JB is going to hate this, <laughs> is Delicate Sound of Thunder by Pink Floyd. Okay. And it's cool because it has, it's, it's like a greatest hits album, but because it's live, it's, it's not choppy. Like if you were to take the original, um, cuts from all the albums for, you know, run like hell and another brick in the wall part two and all this other stuff and just put them on an album, it it wouldn't be as seamless. And this feels like just one long continuous (laughs) thing. And they also play. Um, they play a little bit faster live and some of the arrangements are just a little different. So like, it's kind of like a new spin on it. Sure. And live killers is by queen. And that has a version of um, the year. Uh, the song is called 39 and oh, sure. on yeah. the normal album. Um, boy, I'm going to get this wrong. On the normal album, I think Freddie sings it, and the live version, Brian May sings it, or maybe it's switched. Okay. But it's, it's just cool because sometimes they do change things up. And ACDC oh. has a live album that's really good. The sound is the sound is really good. And that, that's the thing I don't like about some live albums where you hear so much crowd noise. Right. And the recording quality isn't good, so it doesn't sound as good as a studio album. Right, but and that's what I don't like about them. some live albums do sound good. Huh. Yeah. 
if they're recorded I have, properly and mixed I have, well. well, I used to have that ACDC live album. It's excellent. Yeah. I used to, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I bought it on CD years ago and I'm, who knows where it is now, but um, I remember I was, that was one where it was in the CD player for weeks. Like I just never took it out. It was really good. Maybe the live stuff just reminds me of back in the day when the only way to hear new popular bands was to get bootleg cassettes from people who went and recorded live at, oh. at First oh, Avenue or yeah, whatever. That's and garbage. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. right. And then, yeah, you're, all you're hearing is the crowd noise with a little yeah. bit of the band but in the yeah. background. But Most yeah. good live albums, they'll fade in with crowd noise, and then once the music starts, they kind of they bring that. Part of, part of it is the crowd itself settles down when they start right. playing, but the other thing is they just mix the, you know, the mics that are capturing the crowd. They mix right. that down and bring up everything else. I remember I got a bootleg of a, oh, my God, I can't think of the band. Anyway, and whoever was recording it, the person next to the recorder was singing, singing along with Fuck the fucking that. band and oh was terrible. Oh, and I oh. paid like 20 bucks for this because at the time I was just so, I wanted something new and fresh and oh, I was so pissed. <laughs> now you know how I feel when you sing along to songs that right. I'm listening to. Right. <laughs> Well, the difference is you just ask me to be quiet, and I, you know, I'm usually pretty quiet when you ask me, or not. But yeah, right. (coughs) Anyway, okay. So, um, apparently, we've got uh, we're uh, we've got three old fucking men sitting around this table, who's um, at least a few of which their health seems to be failing them a little bit. Just a tad. Um, apparently, as your body gets older, it stops, I don't know, being resistant to whatever. And I saw something on Facebook a few days ago, Eric, that ah. kind of surprised me. Um, it was kind of scary. Yeah? Um, care to fill our listeners in on <laughs> what the fuck was going on with you? Sure. So, <laughs> to make a long story long, I guess, uh, about a week and a half ago roughly time fuckery like you always mm-hmm. say um i was brushing my dog who's blowing her coat which is ridiculous it's i can brush six dogs a day off her and it's a windy day outside and i get a bunch of the hair in my eye well apparently that scratched my cornea or maybe when i was rubbing it out my fingernails scratched my cornea or whatever and i got some bacteria into that uh scratch on my cornea which then turned into um cellulitis which is normally uh something that people with athlete's foot get on their feet and legs somehow i got that into my face um which landed me in the hospital for two nights and if you're old like us you'll remember the movie the goonies (laughs) i looked so much like sloth I just wanted to be like, Sloth, love, chunk. How you doing, you guys? I will say this, though. Yeah. The one thing you had on Sloth, and I told you this, yeah. is that your eyes are still level. Yes, they are still level. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're in direct alignment with each other. And yeah. Sloth, you know, that one eye was a was, little bit high, and the other one yeah. was a little bit low. Yeah. So your face was still symmetrical. But yeah. Yes. I, but yeah, I it was the, swollen as fuck. Yeah. It, um, Yeah, so then it eventually went into the other eye and then across my forehead. So, yeah, I ended up in the hospital for two nights for a bacterial infection. Um, And when I was in the ER, I was like, well, it's just a bacterial infection. You're just going to give me some antibiotics and send me home, right? And the guy's like, 
do you not understand what's going on here? I'm like, yeah, I have a bacterial infection. He's like, yeah, in your eye. Do you like to see? I'm like, yeah, that's kind of important. He's like, do you know what's right behind your eyes? I'm like, well, yeah, my brain. He's like, yeah. What do you think's going to happen if that bacteria makes it there? I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess I don't want that. <laughs> so they kept me, yeah, they kept me overnight, gave me some really hardcore antibiotics that I swear to God, the cure is almost as bad as the disease because the only thing I've been able to hold down for almost a week now is either chicken or yogurt. Everything else makes a reappearance about an hour after I eat. Mm. And I've got, they call it peripheral neuropathy. Mm. So basically from my right tear duct to about the right above my ear on my head, there's a nerve plexus there. And if I touch it, which I'm not going to do now, it's literally like somebody set my head on fire. When does that go away? Could be two weeks, could be six months, mm. could be permanent. They don't know. Wow. Yeah. So putting on a hand, and then they put me on doxycycline, which is an antibiotic to send me home. Mm -hmm. And for that, uh, it makes you very sensitive to the sun. Mm -hmm. So I have to wear this big fucking sun hat. They don't want... They're like, your arms and legs are fine because whatever, but they don't want your face or neck to get any sunlight at all. Wow. And I have to wear sunglasses pretty much everywhere. It's dim enough in here that I don't need to, but like sitting at breakfast this morning, because uh, my in-laws are in town, they wanted to take us to Panacook, and I had to be that douchebag sitting there in my sunglasses <laughs> inside the restaurant. We all know that guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You should have kept your uh, hospital tag on your wrist. Right. And if someone gives you shit, you're like, look, man, doctor's orders. Yeah. Look, motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's one of the many ailments mm -hmm. that uh, I have going on well, right now. Well, what's fucked about that is you don't even know what it was for a couple days. Right. Yeah. They mm -hmm. had no idea. At first, when I went in, they thought I had an abscessed tooth. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because my mouth doesn't hurt. And they're like, yeah, but you can get that infection way up into your sinuses. So that, that's what they were originally treating it as. And in the ER, a lot of people come in with an abscess tooth because they're seeking pain meds. Mm -hmm. So at the ER, they just kind of treat you like shit. Right. Um, and make you wait. God, I was there for six hours, seven hours before I was even seen. Yeah. What? Yeah. They're, uh, because their whole thing, they, honestly, people that come in there with an abscess tooth are generally just seeking pain meds. And each time they take me back for my blood pressure i was like listen i don't want pain meds i don't want anything i other than a tylenol or an ibuprofen maybe can you please let them know that mm -hmm. didn't matter and then when i got back there the er doc was he wasn't an asshole i don't want to say that mayo is excellent they they give great care but he was really short with me he yeah. basically came into the room looked at the swelling and was like you have an abscess tooth and i was like mm, i really don't think i do because my teeth don't hurt mm -hmm. nothing i was like just my eye and my forehead hurt. He's like, fine, we'll do a CT. He's like, I suppose you want something for the pain. And I'm like, I, I just told you nothing hurts. Nothing hurts bad enough for me to get mm -hmm. pain meds. Mm -hmm. And then that's when his whole attitude changed, I think, is when he realized that I really wasn't there looking for drugs. Yep. And then they sent me back, did the head CT, and saw that there was no abscess. And then, and then they started taking shit seriously. Right. But it, yeah, it took six hours and basically telling mm. the ER doc, listen, <clears throat> I don't like drugs. I don't like painkillers. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I do not like the feeling that I get when I'm on painkillers. So yeah. the longer I can stay away from those, the better. Right. 
I and, do. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, although I've never, I've never been on anything super hardcore. I think the, the, I might have had Percocet once, and aside from that, it's just been like. Yeah, Vicodin. I think Percocet's pretty hardcore. Percocet's hardcore, but Vicodin yeah. isn't as strong. And there's yeah. another one that starts with an N that's similar to Vicodin. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know that one. That was all for dental tooth tooth stuff. But. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. You go to the dentist, and they want to give out uh, pain meds like they're candy. Do they, JB? No. They don't? Mm. Oh, every time I've been... Well, okay, I haven't been to the dentist for tooth problems in quite a while, but shit, back in the day in college, yeah. Yeah. when I really was going through my... You know, had some bad teeth and had an accident, broke some teeth, whatever... Yeah. Holy shit, they would give me all I wanted, and I'd usually take like one or two, and then the rest would go into a drawer at my dad's house, and for all I know, they were still there when when, when he died, and yeah. everything in the house got well, thrown away. I No, and I, I don't think it's... So much has changed in 20, you know, in, well, even in even in five years, I think so much has changed with the way that they handle prescription medication. Sure, because the just, opiate crisis. It's unbelievable. Yeah. They, you got something going on, or what? No, not, well, not, not, well, I... Maybe not anymore. I, it's going to be coming back, but uh, no. So my my story, I guess, is I had so for my you know my whole life. Uh, dent every dentist I go to is like, oh, your wisdom teeth are still in. We should just pull them. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And they're like, oh, they're bothering you? Nope. Oh, okay, well we can leave them, but we're gonna have to pull them. Yeah, okay. Right. I've been hearing that for 20 years. I just you know. Right. And to me, it always felt like a racket. You know, they want to pull wisdom teeth because they get paid more, and that's you know more money in their pocket. That's how I viewed it. Right. If it doesn't, if it's not bothering me, why would I fucking have them pulled? I'd right. Just leave them. Um. So finally, um, my bottom left uh, back molar or wisdom tooth, um, started. Um, well, I, I had pain, um, in like June, and I went in, and they, um. I was originally told back in January, hey, you've got a cracked filling back there. We want to get that taken care of. I didn't, well, and my fault. I didn't take it seriously. I was like, yeah, I'll live with it. It's fine. It's just a right. little bit of pain. I can deal with it. I went back in June because it really hurt bad. That back left one did. And the dentist looked, and he's like, oh, that's not your cracked filling. That's your wisdom tooth. Is you have, I don't remember what he called it, an impaction or some fucking thing. Sure. He's like, you, we, we, we're going to have to pull it now. It's just you know, if it's painful. And uh, but he scheduled me for like the second week of September. He scheduled me like six weeks out. Oh, and I was like six weeks for like, uh, how, how am I going to handle that? Because it fucking hurt. Right. And um, so um, and I won't get into the. the I can't believe if you had an impaction that they were scheduling you six weeks. Six out. weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. And it hurt. And I'm yeah. like, how the fuck am I supposed to live for six weeks like this? Right. Um. So skipping kind of toward the end, it's just it doesn't matter. The middle details don't matter as much, but um, essentially, um, it got to the point, you know, last week where it was unbearable. Uh, like I couldn't. I was I was taking like, you know, twelve Tylenol a day. Like I was just yeah. I was eating Tylenol like candy. I just couldn't handle it. Right. And um, I called the dentist back. I'm like, hey, like, can you get me in any earlier? Can you get me on pain meds? Can you do something for me? Because I can't. I'm not sleeping. Like I can't function. And uh. And he's like, um, you know, basically said, you know, you know, no, I, you know, there's, you know, we can't get you in any earlier. Um, you know, you, um, you know, if you, if you want a prescription for it, and this was a Friday afternoon that I, I called and they were closed on a Friday, oh. uh, which is odd for a dentist. But anyway, yeah. um, I got a hold of them through, cause they use like a text message system to confirm appointments. Right. So I just took a chance and I'm like, maybe they answer their text messages on days that they're not working. I don't, I texted and I'm like, Hey, here's my name. Here's my situation. Like I could really use help. And the dentist texted me back and he's basically was like, well, 
you know, if I'm, uh, you know, it's uh, we're 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 close today. So he goes, if I'm, I have to go to the office to get you a prescription for pain, and that if for, to do that it would be two hundred fifty dollars. Oh my god! For like the fee to make him come in and do that. Right. He's like, and if I'm going to charge you that much money, we might as well just pull it while I'm there instead of why well, give you the meds? I'll just pull it. Right. And I, I basically, I, I mean, I. I got pissed off and I'm like, $250, like, what, are you fucking serious right now? Like, you're actually going to charge me that much money to write a prescription? Yeah, that's That blew my mind. Yeah. So anyway, I got kind of frustrated and pissed off and and I said, well, and I texted him back and I said, well, I'll come in Monday um, or I'll, I'll call you guys back on Monday when you're open and we'll deal with it then. And then they texted back. They're like, well, we're closed Monday too. We won't be open until Tuesday. Oh. Well, fuck you. I'm out. I'm just, yeah. I, so I basically, I texted back and I'm like, I'll find someone else. I'm, I, I, you know, I'll just cancel my appointment for September. Yeah. I'll find a different dentist that can get me in. So I find a dentist um, in a town, in a nearby town and um, um, got an appointment like, the, you know, the next day, which is, which is great. And I had never been to this dentist. So I went in and, and, you know, I, you know, I was expecting like initial exam and, um, Thankfully, all my records and x-rays got sent over from the other dentist. So they saved right. time on that. So that dentist looks and looks at everything. It took, about, it took him about 18 seconds. And he's like, oh, yep, that's the wisdom tooth. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, you know, what what can I, what are my options? Well, the dental assistant prior to the dentist getting in there told me, hey, sometimes with adults, with wisdom teeth, our dentists aren't comfortable pulling them because it, it's more of a process because the longer you have those wisdom teeth, the more uh, rooted they are. Yeah, you got to cut It's more off. of a surgery than it is just pulling. Right. So he came in and sure as shit, he's like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to, I don't want to mess with that one. So they were going to refer me out to a surgeon to yeah. have it done. And, um, so I go out to the counter and this is a Tuesday at, you know, like 1130. I go out to the front counter and they have some lady out there who's calling all these dental surgical surgery, surgery places to get me in, which is nice of them to do it. You know, they're trying right. to make it a priority. Um, now, when I was talking to the dentist at their office, I asked him, I said, if I can't get in a surgery today, can I get medication to help me deal with this? Because it, it's awful. Yeah. And he, now he looked me right in the eye. He's like, I, I don't give meds anymore. And I was Ugh. like, I was like, oh, I, I go, I can't do anything. He's like, yeah, he goes, he goes, I, we don't, with what's going on right now, he goes, I don't, I don't, or I don't give out meds to anybody anymore. Oh my God. He goes, if I was you, I would just take ibuprofen. You'll be fine. <laughs> I was like, huh. Right. And uh, I was like, okay. I go, well, after I go, if I get the surgery, are they going to give me meds then? He's like, some will and some won't. He goes, a lot of dentists aren't giving out anything because we don't, we don't want to take the chance anymore because so many people just abuse the meds now. Oh, man. I was like, huh. So um, I go to the counter. Uh, she's calling around. <laughs> and she's like, and this doesn't have a lot to do with the story, but basically she's calling all these places. Well, she finds this place in St. Cloud. And for people who don't know where I live, that's actually not that far from where I live, where I moved to. And... Um, so she's on the phone with him explaining what's going on. She's like, yeah, he's in a lot of pain. Here's his insurance, whatever. Can you get him in today? And she looks up at me and she's like, do you have somebody that can drive you? And I go, no, I don't. I, I mean, I, I, I could have called, you know, Chad or whatever, right. but yeah. he's an hour away. And, you know, I'm like, no, I don't have a driver. So she keeps talking to them, keeps talking to them. And she confirms an appointment. She's, and I hear her on the phone. She's like, okay, 1.30, blah, blah, blah. So she hangs up, writes out the speech paper, has the dentist sign it, gives it to me. She's like, all right, there's the address. That's where you're going. 1.30 today, they're going to pull, they're going to, they'll take it out. I'm like, okay. She goes, you're going to need a driver. <laughs> what? I think at that point I would have just lied and been like, yeah, I got one. I, well, I, well, I, I looked, I, I, in a moment of disbelief, I looked at her. I'm like, no, I, I don't have a driver. I just, you just asked me, I don't have a driver. What, what am I supposed to do? Right. And she's like, yeah, you're going to need a driver because they're probably going to have to put you under general anesthetic to pull it out or to, to remove it. I was like, yeah, I. <laughs> okay, I, I guess I, I guess I'll have to figure something out. Like, so, you know, that is just 
the infuriation, you know, it's just infuriating that you asked me if I have a driver. I told you I don't, and you still fucking scheduled it to right. have a suit. I know you're not stupid. You are working here. You do this all day long. Like, I'm not right. saying you're an idiot, but why would you just completely blow off what I, like, do you not believe me? Right. And that's what it felt like, because she's yeah. like, oh, he can find somebody. Right. What if I can't? What if I move here from Arizona and I don't know anybody? Right. The fuck am I supposed to do? Uber from St. Cloud? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. $200 Uber. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, but she scheduled it and I'm like, well, I guess I have it now. Yeah. So anyway, um, I ended up going to St. Cloud and getting the, um, and getting the surgery done and, uh, and they, I guess to, to some, to end the story, they ended up, um, they actually did give me a prescription for Tylenol three. Yeah. Um, which, you know, isn't, isn't real hardcore. I mean, it's, it's, it's heavier than ibuprofen, of course, but right. it's not, you know, Percocet by any means. Right. Um, so they gave me a prescription for that. And then I had to, you know, I had to take antibiotics, which I'm still taking. I have to take those for like seven days. Right. Um, but I mean, I, I, um, I had very little, I had a little bit of pain that day. The next day it was almost gone and I haven't had pain since they did. I mean, they did a great job that way. Right. Um, so what's the deal now? Why do you say it'll come back then? Just well, on the I, other side? or Well, what? I still have my other three wisdom teeth. Right. And oh. at some point, they're probably going to shit on, shit the bed too. Right. Uh, my back right lower one, um, just today, I was I was chewing on it. And I felt like just a tinge. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. And I don't know. And that's probably just the start of it. Right. So I might have some time. But, um, but yeah, at some point, I mean, I'm probably going to have to end up getting all three of them taken. Right. And, it, you know, every time I do it, it's going to be, you know, because so, that dental surgeon I went to. I asked them, I'm like, can you, we just, you know, do you have to put me under for it? Because if they're going to just do local anesthetic, I don't have to get put under and right. it's not, not an issue. And the nurse is like, well, you know, typically we, we do put you under because it's, it's a lot harder to, to get that out, blah, blah, blah. So they get me back in the office and the dentist comes in and I ask him, um, and he's like, well, he goes, I can, I can shoot local into you. He goes, but he goes, and you'll feel numb. But when I start pulling on the tooth, it's probably going to start to hurt. He goes, I oh, can't sure. get into the, into the roots of that thing with just a needle. Right. Um, but the problem is, is that, and they, and I, they told me this when I signed in at the, at the clinic up there, um, insurance doesn't cover the general, you know, to be put under apparently, or my insurance doesn't. Weird. So they charged me $275 on the spot. They're like, yep, that's, you know, we have, we charge that up front cause you're, we know your insurance won't cover that. So that's wow. what's going to cost you to get put under. Well, shit. I, but if you go in next time and you're like, just yank all three of them, is it just going to be the one $275 well, and that's what charge? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what I've been thinking is I, I should call them back and be like, Hey, can I schedule it out ahead of time? Yeah. Cause why would you, that you can't charge me three times for the same fucking procedure. I'm right. under already. Right. Just pull all three of them. Right. So They'll charge per tooth. I'm sure. But no, I know, but they yeah. can't charge to put me under three Two, times right, for a one time. Right, right, you know. right. So yeah, that's what I'm going to end up doing. But well, you know, my wife is a CRNA. I could just steal some of her drugs and Chad well, could just yank them. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I mean your wife, deals, you'll be out. Yeah. Well, no shit. Yeah. yeah. Your wife I've had does. enough dental work done that I should know yeah. what they do. I'm practically right. a DDS now. Yeah. Anyway, right. <laughs> you want to hear it? Are you finished? Cause I got a crazy dental story. For no. You. Yeah. That was, that was so yeah, basically that's why I'm saying it's probably going to come back because I'm the other three are going to have to get, are going to have to get pulled at some point. But yeah. anyway, going back to what you said about Dennis and I'm not, I'm not trying to bust your balls, but, right. but yeah, I mean, that's what, um, that well, dentist, like I said, it's been that, 10 years yeah. since I've needed well, and I other think than that's, cleanings. That's what has happened in 10 years is the prescription abuse has gone up so much now yeah. and you nailed it. Like the emergency room, I'm sure they probably do assume that because everyone does apparently right. that dentist in the, in Buffalo is like, nah, I don't, I don't give out meds anymore. Wow. Are you that's fucking crazy. kidding me? You don't yeah. give out meds anymore. So you're basically going to punish the 95% of us that don't abuse it because 5% of us do abuse it. Right. The fuck kind of system is this? Like, right. 
So the rest of us that, have to wallow that in that pain. That never made sense to me because well, no. I, I understand not wanting to contribute to a problem. I but ultimately, if, if I'm an addict and I'm, whether it's, you know, prescription narcotics or heroin or whatever, if I'm going to make that decision and fuck up my life and ruin my life, that's on me. Yeah. And well, but it, the problem is so many of these places are suing so many of these insurance companies that right. then have to take care of them when they go to rehab right. are turning around and suing the doctors right. or dentists that gave them the prescription. Right. They don't want the liability. Right. Well, or, it's basically the insurance company doesn't want to pay for it yeah. because insurance companies don't want to fuck pay for anything. Right. Or 13-year-old Johnny gets him out of the medicine cabinet and takes him in ODs, and right. the family comes back and says, why the fuck? Yeah. Why did you give that you know his dad the meds in the first place? Oh, my God. If somebody... Well, he said he was in pain. Well, if I would have been like suicidal in high school, Jesus Christ, just go into my dad's bathroom, oh, there right. was every fucking script you could ever think of, because right. he didn't like... He didn't like the feeling of narcotics either. Mm-hmm. So when either of us would ever get a narcotic, we'd take one, two, maybe three, depending on... Like when I broke my arm, I, yeah. I took him for maybe two days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they gave me 10 days worth. Right. And right. All, he, my dad was a pack rat, just never threw anything away. Yeah. So we had enough drugs in there. I could have been high for yeah. months Kill or I could have fucking killed myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and that's and that's what is so is so you know, disgusting about the whole thing is, and I'm, you know, there's people who are in far worse pain than I was with my tooth. I'm not yeah. saying it was that miserable. Oh, I don't but, know. I think, so I've had a couple abscesses yeah. and I've had kidney stones. Yeah. I would pass 10 kidney stones before I'd have another abscess tooth. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like you said, you can't, you can't sleep. No. Tylenol doesn't fucking touch it. Nope. Ibuprofen eh, maybe takes the edge off, but then you screw up your stomach taking right. a ton of ibuprofen. Right. Yeah. No, I, I can't speak for women who've given birth. I can't. Right. But other than that, I would say uh, an abscess tooth is, tooth is one awful. of the worst pains out there because yeah. you just and you can't not eat. Right. But then every time you eat, you're in agony. Yep. Yeah. No, and just just sitting crazy. doing nothing, it hurts. It just yeah. constantly hurts. Yeah. It's not you know, and I've and I've 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 thrown out my back before. I think most of us have in, at this age. Yeah. At some point in your life, and back pain is miserable. Yeah. But back pain, at least if you just sit still and watch TV, it'll stop hurting for a while until you start to move again. Right. Yeah. Granted, every time you move, it fucking hurts. Right. But you can get it to stop if you just don't move. Right. Tooth pain, it just fucking keeps it's hurting. It's just there. There's yeah. no breaks with tooth pain. It just yeah. fucking hurts. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. I I was pretty frustrated. Yeah. Um. But I guess that teaches me a lesson. Maybe I shouldn't wait till the last fucking minute to get these things pulled. Maybe I should make an appointment and just get it done with. And right. But well, yeah. Why put yourself through the impaction again? Just get yeah, it done. Right. Just get it over with. Yeah. And they've been telling me that forever, but it's never been an issue until this year. So right. I guess I should just deal with it. So you have you've had uh, an implant, done, right? A dental mm-hmm. implant, mm-hmm. and I've got dental implants. Well, I've got a friend in Rochester, and she uh, needed to have. Um, some dental implants done. Well, mm-hmm. she basically she had a tumor on her jaw. Okay. Um, which sucks because I mean, just looking at her, you can see that she's taking care of her teeth yeah. her whole life, right. and you right. know. So this tumor basically wrecked her teeth. Yeah. And apparently wrecked the bone underneath of her teeth. Mm-hmm. So when they went in to do implants, they're like, "Yeah, there's not, there's just not enough bone there to do implants." Yeah. yeah. She's like, "Well, what do we do?" Apparently, they take part of either your tibia or your fibula mm. out of your shin and they take that bone which apparently you don't need i guess and they they macgyver it into a jaw bone mm-hmm. and then they after your body accepts that and since it's coming out of your own body there's usually not rejection right 
after it accepts that, then they put the dental implants into that. Okay. Well, she was one of the one in a billion where her body rejected her own mm-hmm. bone tissue. Yeah. Oh my God, she has been in since getting these implants. I think she's probably had six more surgeries on her teeth since then. Just to, um, it keeps abscessing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, I feel so bad for her. And through this whole thing, she just smiles right through it. But, um, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine losing a bone in your leg to replace your jaw. Right. That would suck. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I had one. Yeah. Mm. I've only had one implant. It was my very front tooth. And that, and that wasn't a pleasant experience. If I'm being honest, that sucked. Yeah. Because they don't put you under for that. That's all local. Um, and oh, that's shit. A, that's a lot of, put you under. I couldn't imagine oh, doing that local. Yeah, Ooh. I did the local, and that's a lot of needle pokes. Yeah. Um, the worst of which well, is... Well, yeah, and they take a drill and fucking yeah. drill in there. Yeah, Ooh. I was awake for the whole thing. It, it was intense. Yeah. The worst part of it was the... And I've never had it since. I don't know when... I'm, I'm sure they do it other times, too, but... Um, to prep me for that, they had to put a shot of Novocaine into the roof of my mouth. Oh, that yeah. That was fucking horrendous to Yeah. Get. Like, a needle into the roof of your mouth is yeah. the worst thing ever, I think. And then that as you start awful. to go numb, it feels like shit is cracking in your face. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. your nose goes, everything goes numb. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, so, yeah, getting an implant wasn't a fucking walk in the park either. But, I, yeah, her situation, I couldn't imagine, like, yeah. dealing with the implant problems and then having to deal with it all after. Right. Yeah, I apparently, <laughs> just talking about going under and stuff. So, you know, there's different levels of anesthesia, right? Like they can just give you local anesthesia or they can just make you loopy, kind of like you're drunk, Mm -hmm. or they can take you all the way under. Well, I had to go in and have an upper GI done, which is where they stick a tube down your throat to look at your esophagus. Yeah. And for that, they just get you drunk. Oh. And then, I mean, not drunk, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You're not all the way under. You're awake. And they take this fucking camera that... I don't know. To me, it looked like the size of a garden hose. I'm sure it's not. Right. But then they shove that down your throat to look yeah. at your esophagus. Yeah. Um, and apparently, uh, they also give you a drug that makes you forget all of this. Mm. Um, but apparently, I did not like the feeling of being choked. Yeah. <laughs> it started getting real punchy. Oh, yeah. So now, whenever yeah. I go in and uh, have any kind of medical procedure like a colonoscopy or whatever yeah, yeah. they have to put me all all the way under because oh. i i apparently get real agitated oh. and get real punchy oh <laughs> and apparently i i didn't know this but doctors don't like to get punched yeah yeah i uh <laughs> oh, that's interesting yeah i don't well i've heard of that i mean i've heard of people that have really violent reactions to anesthesia yeah i guess mm-hmm. i have heard of that huh I yeah. don't know why that I've ever, it's either been a local or I'm all the way under. I've never been. I've never done like, yeah. either. Well, when you go get your, uh, when you go get your um, colonoscopy, which you're supposed to do now at 45, I still mm. haven't done mine and I'm 47. Well, I don't have a doctor and I don't have health insurance. So guess yeah. what's being put on hold? Well, I can put my fist up I've there got and see what's going on. Yeah. yeah, let's not. Okay. See yeah. if she's swollen. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm in the um, pass. Yeah. yeah, I've never I've never done the middle one either. I guess I don't know how I'd react to that either. I've either been all the way under or just a needle. Right. I've oh. got a camera on my phone. We could shove that up there. We could. Yeah. So We're is that not, is that essentially is that essentially just like laughing gas then? The, yeah, the essentially. Middle? Yeah, and then they give you uh, uh, Jackie would be able to tell you what it's called, but yeah, then they give you a a drug that just makes you completely forget the procedure. Wow. So you're awake for the whole thing. You're following commands, but then. Ten minutes later, you forget all about it. Wow. Yeah. And I did. I had no idea that I was punchy. I had no idea that I was mean. Wow. Yeah. 
But I mean, imagine that you're half awake and yeah. somebody's trying to shove a tube down your throat. Right. Right. And then just sitting there going, swallow, 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 swallow. Right. And yeah, I guess eventually yeah. I was just like, go fuck yourself. Right. Why wouldn't they just put you all the way under for that? Uh, because they want it to be a clinic procedure where you can just be in and out, you know, real quick. Hmm. Um, because when you go all the way under, and then you got to go into the recovery room, and you got to, you know, it takes time to wake up, and yeah. you should have a driver and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, right. You um, yeah, I well, and that speaks to the level of education that your wife has to obtain to do the job that she does. Because you imagine having that kind of a power and knowledge to right. make people <laughs> right. Oh yeah, make people, you know, make people go to sleep and then wake back up and then make them forget that what happened. That's right. some fucking magic shit. Right. I, I hope she never decides to just bring it home, you know, and be like, "See you later, honey." She could check you out. That yeah. would be it. Well, and honestly, at this point now, it would that would be nearly impossible with all the checks and balances they have yeah, to go I through. Yeah. But back in the day, so my dad was a nurse anesthetist too, and yeah. back in the day, you know, he'd use a drug and then. You know, you don't have to use all of it that's yeah. in the vial. Yeah. And he would put it in the pocket of his scrubs, and then he'd wear the scrubs yeah. home. Right. And so it. we've got yeah. all these, like, yeah. pharmaceutical-grade yeah. Uh, tranquilizers, tranquilizers yeah. or um, the one that I always remember him coming home with was, so succinatocholine is what they give you to paralyze okay. things okay. as they're, uh, like, putting the tube down your throat and stuff so that you don't try to fight it. Yeah. <clears throat> and... Uh, that is something that can kill you real yeah. quick because it literally paralyzes all the muscles in your body. So your heart oh. and your lungs diaphragm aren't working. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it's also, uh, it's a rap. It's one of those that ra- rapidly dissipates in your body. Okay. So you can poison somebody with sucks. And unless the medical examiner knows what they're looking for, they're not going to find it because it's out of your body in like 90 seconds. Oh, gotcha. And we constantly had bottles of sucks. Yeah. I mean, I bet there was 20 of them sitting where he threw all the shit out of his pocket. And then once a year, he'd take his little bowl by the door and he'd take it all back into the hospital and dispose of it properly. But yeah, we'd have morphine. We'd have, I mean, all just all kinds of shit. I inherited his anesthesia cart when he passed. And it took forever for me to finally, you know, get over the sentimentality of it and start going through the doors and seeing what's in there. There's medical grade cocaine in there. Jesus Because back in the day when you'd break your nose, they'd have you snort a little coke because it would completely numb everything. And then that's oh. how they'd set your nose and stuff. Oh. Um, <laughs> so. And back in those days, you just signed out of a book, right? Or what? And maybe yeah. not even. You just yeah, trust right. that you're not taking it home. Yeah. Nowadays, and I, your wife obviously would know, but I suppose nowadays everything's triple, quadruple oh, checked. Yeah. 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 Um, when she was going through her course, I actually had to come in. All the spouses mm-hmm. had to come in for a class on recognizing drug dependency. Wow. Because uh, and, uh, anesthetists are like the number one in the hospital for oh, drug really? dependency. Well, because they have access to all the good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, now you got to get it through a Pixis system. You got to sign oh. it out. You got to sign it back in. Yeah. If you have waste, there has to be somebody there watching you get rid of the waste oh. so you're not just get, getting rid of it into your veins. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you have to. Yeah. And and yet she still had a classmate that ended up uh, addicted. Really? Yeah. So he found he or she found a way to still abuse it, huh? Yeah. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, lost her. Lost. I sh- I shouldn't give sex, but I already said her lost her job and and That's basically it. is can no longer practice. Right. All that schooling worked down the shitter. Right. Man. Yeah. 
Mm. So, but if you're going <clears> to <throat> abuse a drug, that's the stuff to abuse, right? Oh hell I mean, yeah, shit. <laughs> well, and especially when you know what you can give yourself to yeah. put yourself down yeah. and bring yourself back up. Yeah. So you can get real high, yeah. and then not that my, my dad was never a drug abuser, just because he didn't like the feeling of right. it. But um, our small town would have been the perfect example. He was on call. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, right? Yeah. So if he had ever wanted to, he could bring himself down or get high or whatever mm -hmm. and then get a phone call saying, hey, there's an emergency, we need you. Well, he knows what the exact antidote is too so that he can be right back <laughs> right, to regular when right. he goes in. You can, yeah, he could have used it for decades and nobody would have ever Right, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. No weird body stuff with you, Mr. Martin? No, well... No extra holes in your taint at the moment? No. The, your face is all fucked up, but you've been well, that way since I met you. I've, I've right. born that way. Yeah. The only thing that I've got going on is that when I was doing the fucking shower thing, uh -huh. and I, I think I talked about it on a show, I gouged my fucking hand. Yeah. And it was... So it was... It, this is just more of an annoyance than anything. It's no big deal. But So I, I sliced open my hand redoing my shower, just blood everywhere, washed it off, and I saw that there was a pretty deep groove in my like pinky knuckle. Right. And there was like a flap of skin, pretty like chunky flap of skin that was just kind of dangling there. Ooh. So it was like a pretty deep cut, right. but it was still connected on one side or whatever. So I just put a Band-Aid on it and I, you know, whatever. And that was five weeks ago, and this fucker still isn't healed yet. Oh, wow. Like for, I would say, up until a week ago, I it had like turned into kind of a scab thing yeah but it was like loose because it wasn't connected on all sides oh and you know most scabs when they form and they start pulling away you can just you know yank it off because right. it's just a tiny little bit of skin holding it holding it there yeah well that's what i thought this was but it, it just every time i tried pulling on it it just felt like it was deeper than i'm like what the fuck yeah. so i just left it but i kept bumping it against stuff oh that and sucks. it just pissed me off so i'm like grabbed the thing and i'm like fuck this and i just tore what i thought was a scab off well there was like a string of skin that was Ugh. like deeply embedded that was connected to this thing oh. and so when i pulled that out it just started bleeding like a motherfucker again. I bet it hurt like a motherfucker it did. too. It oh, did. And I'm ouch. like, God damn it. And then, so I put band-aids on again. Yeah. And then since then, it's like, it's kind of scabbed over and it's not all flaky and sticking out like right. it was before. And I thought it was finally starting to heal. And then just fucking today, I changed my fucking garbage bag. I reach under my fucking sink go in and grab my fucking garbage bags and I bump my fucking knuckle against oh. the garbage disposal, tore the fucking thing, and it started bleeding again. Five Ouch. weeks and this fucker hasn't healed yet? Right. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yuck. But it's not like excruciating pain or right. like you so know, you serious like a bacterial infection in your brain or like right. a fucking wisdom tooth that's do you uncover up, it at night or do you leave the band-aid on at night put the band-aid on at night because i don't want to tear it open and get blood all over my sheets oh yeah well it, you should let it breathe at some point and that's what i was doing yeah is that i would put the band-aid oh, on at I night so i wouldn't yeah. tear it open but during the day i would take the band-aid off i got you and that's yeah. why i kept like when it was that flappy scabby thing yeah i would always bump it against shit oh reaching into your pocket so and stuff. yes oh that's exactly yeah and it, it's like, oh, it's yeah. just so fucking annoying. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably going to scar, and I don't care, but it's right. just, I want the scab to go away so that right. I don't have to fucking wear Band-Aids all the time. Right. And right. 
I recommend doing heroin about that. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be what heals it up the quickest. Get me some. Yeah, I'll, I'll go do that. That's just what I need. Right. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, well don't go if I remember the cities from my youth, you know, uh, we were always told uh, that there was heroin and coke on every corner. So it shouldn't be that hard to find. Yeah, probably not. I, I remember the very first time I came to the cities from small town Hickville, North Dakota, just being so scared. Mm-hmm. And there was like, you know, 20 of us kids. We, were, yeah. we came up here on a, on a church retreat. And we were going to feed the homeless, and then we were going to go watch the twins play. Yeah. And I just remember, like, we all had our wallets in our front pockets, so nobody could pickpocket us. And we're all, I mean, literally, as we're walking to the twins game, we're all just, like, expecting homeless people, the homeless drug addicts to just jump out of the dark alley and start killing us in the middle of the day. And And then you get here, and you're like, no, (laughs) surprise. And then you get here, and you're like, oh. It's just people. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know. I mean, there are bad areas like Frogtown or whatever, but, um, you know, Rochester has that. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Lisbon probably had one or two people that you were like, ooh, stay away from that guy. But I don't remember that. Huh. I, I imagine there are now. I know that when I went to school, um, it, t- uh, granted, I wasn't, you know, with the people that were you know drinkers or smokers or anything but it's a small town and usually you hear stuff and i wasn't aware of any sort of drug problems at all yeah nothing we had now when my parents um when they finally retired like 20 years after i graduated or whatever they were having issues with drugs in the school you know beyond pot oh wow there were people that meth was big um so it's just it's crazy that it just didn't exist when I was there, but even the small towns, right. you know, we had, um, oh, this is so terrible. But anyway, Carrington had monkey and junkie. And I guess I can't say for sure that they're dead now. I have no idea what their real names are, but it was two guys. Oh, those are nicknames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They looked like, they honestly looked like Cheech and Chong. Like the one that everybody referred to as monkey was Hispanic, possibly Native American. I don't know. So, terrible name for him. And Junkie was like six feet tall, long hair, beard. And, oh, my God, those guys, get ready for this, Justin. This is going to blow your mind. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they smoke the devil's lettuce. (laughs) The devil's lettuce? Marijuana. Never heard that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And... uh, they were hooked. They were addicted yeah. to marijuana. Right. And so you really had to watch your stuff They're when maniacs. Monkey and Junkie were around because yeah. they'd steal it from Fucking you. Maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. But honestly, again, because we didn't have, like, as far as I know, nobody in my high school ever smoked weed or any of that stuff till they got out of high school. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I remember as kids, like, just being told, like, if, if you see those two walking down the street... You know, cross the street, get yeah. to the other side. And people did. Mm-hmm. Like, not just kids, adults, too. Yeah. And, hmm. I mean, that was the worst thing about these guys. They, I mean, they weren't really up there on the IQ scale. Right. But uh, there was nothing wrong with them. They smoked a little weed once in a while. Right. And they had a little uh, salvage business where right. they, you know, salvage cars and shit. So I'm sure that hmm. they were super nice guys. And had I come near them, nothing would have happened. Right. But back in the right. day, yeah. Even well, my dad, who's pretty down to earth about stuff, was like, "Yeah, no. If you see those guys, you stay the hell away from them." 
Well, it goes back to, uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched that movie Reefer Madness. You yeah. see parts of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it goes yeah. back to, right? I mean, these small towns, people watch that and they're like, oh my God. Right. You know, you smoke, you smoke a joint and you become a homicidal maniac and you want to kill everybody and rape right. women and fucking, you know. Or go up to the roof of a 10-story building and <laughs> I can <laughs> fly, I can fly. Right. That's what I remember right. from that movie. As if the marijuana hmm. that got to Carrington would be anywhere near that good. Right. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> the marijuana in Carrington, well, not, not just Carrington, any small farm town. Right. That's the shit growing in the ditch. Nobody's fucking right. jumping off buildings with that weed. Well, and I'm going to go ahead and and you know break what you think of me mm-hmm. and let you know that i have at times indulged yeah. in a uh, little marijuana yeah mm. all i feel like doing is sitting on the fucking couch playing video games and eating funyuns yeah because funyuns are the best when you're high yeah they're so, pretty good when you're not. They're really good when you're not. It doesn't high, sound like that much changes, really. No. 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 Not, not at all. Not for snacks, me, anyway. Right? I've never thought no. I could fly. No. Never no. raped anybody. No. Never killed anybody no. while, I was, while I was smoking weed. Right. Right. <laughs> sober on the other end. Oh, yeah. Sober. Right. Well, your dad, yeah. had, your dad had the stuff in the cabin. He would right. Yeah. The bodies guys got buried out there. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the catch-up show on medical issues. I guess. Yeah, that was a hilarious show, wasn't it? It was pretty funny. Yeah. Probably I mean, the funniest were, one we've ever done. There were probably, probably seventeen laugh-out yeah. loud moments yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 LOL, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that was. Oh, that was your face swelled one. up, and yeah. you're, you could have lost your eye. Yeah. <laughs> God, you did look like shit, though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I wish there was a way to. <laughs> what an asshole! No, no he, I did. I know, but no offense to say it. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I take no offense to that. I did. I looked terrible. Yeah. Um, I. Like to the point where I saw the picture, I'm like, "Oh fuck, is that yeah. the fuck happened to him?" Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he got in a fight with Mike Tyson. Golly, yeah. you look bad. Except you have both ears. Right? So. Yeah. Nobody bit my ear off. Yeah. Hi, doggy dog. All right. All right. Let's tie All it right. up. Okay. Bye. Tie bye. It, wrap bye. it up. Whatever the fuck. <laughs>